So tell me, how do you know if you're in a good relationship? I mean, seriously, how do you know? After all, your marriage has changed. After a couple of kids and maybe over a decade of time spent together, your marriage feels different. Of course it does. You're not newlyweds anymore. But sometimes when marriage feels so different, it's hard to tell if it's still healthy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Creed. As a practicing therapist and marriage counselor, I help modern couples rebalance their relationship. In this show, we explore the real issues faced by couples today and share the best strategies for making marriage work. Are you frustrated with your marriage, disappointed with the reality of your relationship, or are you just struggling to make it all work? You're not alone and you're in the right place. This is your source for real advice for real couples who want to stay married well. Thanks for joining us for episode 18 of Married Well, the podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the four signs you need to be on the lookout for to tell if your marriage is still healthy. We're also going to talk about the four cornerstones that every couple needs to thrive. And I'm going to share my top tip for what you can do today to level up your relationship. So this summer, my husband and I celebrated our 12th wedding anniversary. Altogether, we have spent more than 15 years as a couple. You know, we kind of had one of those relationships where from the start, I knew he was the one and it didn't take long for us to pretty quickly couple up. But in the last 15 years, a lot has changed. We've had two kids. We have moved across the country I have started my own private practice, you know, in some ways I feel like I've changed careers and simply put a lot has happened. And in that time, both of us have changed. You know, I like to think that we've both grown, maybe grown wiser, more mature. And as we have grown, our marriage has changed as well. And I don't, I have to be honest, I can't even remember at this point what it felt like when we first got together. I know it didn't feel like this. You know, I know that we had that rush of hormones and that, you know, intense excitement. It was really what a lot of people call limerence. You know, maybe you can think about that in your own relationship. You know, those first six months, maybe that first year, everything is special and new and exciting. Well, If you no longer feel that in your relationship, you're not alone. That's really normal. After all, the closer you get, the more you learn about yourself, the more you learn about your partner, the more responsibilities you take on, like raising kids, changing careers, the more your relationship changes. And I have found that so many folks that I work with judge their marriage based on how it felt when they first got together. And if they don't feel that same spark, 
that same excitement as, you know, when they're in their twenties or maybe even early thirties, they start to question whether or not their marriage is healthy. And I have also found that so much of the relationship out there on the internet, podcast, blogs, whatever you're reading, so much of the relationship guidance is really about what early relationships are like. You know, so if you've, you know, Googled, Hey, is my relationship healthy? You're probably going to get a lot of information about red flags and signs that you need to look out for at the beginning of a relationship. Right. And that is helpful when you first get together. But once you're a decade in those red flags and those signs, they don't really apply anymore. I mean, after all you're in it, you're committed. Um, it doesn't really matter if you disagree about what side of the bed you sleep on or where you're going to put your coffee cups at the kitchen cabinets. You know, you're at a different level in your relationship. And after that initial spark fades, you really have to look at the cornerstones when you're thinking about science and signals about your relationship. And that's what I want to talk about today. So let's just put it out there. There are four cornerstones of a healthy relationship, regardless of what phase you are in your marriage. It doesn't matter if you're newlyweds, if you're new parents, if you're transitioning the kids, maybe to college and starting to enter this new period of your life. It doesn't really matter what phase of marriage you are. Every marriage needs four strong cornerstones to thrive. And just let's walk through those really quick. So these cornerstones are strong communication, friendship and intimacy, confident partnership and teamwork, and an overall sense of trust and commitment. These are cornerstones that I talk about a lot with the folks that I work with. I talk about them a lot on this pod because they are so important. This is what every couple needs to thrive. Communication, intimacy, partnership, and of course, trust and commitment. And when you're looking at your marriage and you're asking yourself, oh, is my marriage really healthy? I don't feel like newlyweds anymore. Are we doing okay? When you're asking yourself those questions, I want you to think about the four cornerstones. Let's get real. There is nothing worse than feeling unsure about your relationship, right? And this is something that comes up so often for the couples that I work with. It's just this overall sense of uncertainty. For better or for worse, it is so normal to start to drift apart, right? Once you have kids, you're knee deep in your career, maybe you're juggling a lot of other responsibilities. It's pretty normal to drift apart, but even though it's normal, it doesn't feel really good. And in those moments when you feel disconnected, maybe even lonely, it's pretty natural to question your relationship and to wonder, is this a healthy relationship? I can't tell you how many times I have sat down with couples and had them ask the question, you know, is this, is this as good as it gets? Is this all that there is? And this is why I want to talk about these four signs 
because even if you have started to drift apart, even if you're starting to feel a little unhappy or maybe disconnected in your relationship, if you have these four cornerstones, that trust and commitment, the friendship, the teamwork, and the communication, you're going to be okay. But even if you don't have those cornerstones, once you know what's wrong, once you know what's missing, you can fix it. So let's go into those four signs. At the top of the podcast, I I promised you that I would tell you four signs that you need to be on the lookout for to tell if your marriage is still healthy. So let's talk about sign number one. The first sign you need to be on the lookout for is good communication. You have a healthy relationship if you have good communication. And here is what good communication means. It means you can talk about hard things. You can talk about hard things. You can bring up difficult conversations and you can talk about your feelings without falling into an argument, shutting down or feeling dismissed. So that is the top sign that I ask couples to think about. Do you have good communication? Are you able to compromise? Are you able to share your feelings? Can you talk about things that maybe you disagree on without feeling disrespected or criticized? The type of communication and how you talk to your partner really does matter. So this is the sign that I really want you to think about. Do you have good communication in your marriage? I'm going to be honest. This is the complaint that I hear the most for couples that come into my office, whether they are coming in for couples therapy or coaching and they're looking to just reconnect, whatever it is, almost, you know, to, to a hundred percent, I would say this is a complaint that I hear from every couple that I work with. And it is the most common complaint is that we do not have good communication. And what couples really mean when they say that is we don't know how to talk to each other without shutting down, getting into an argument or feeling unheard and misunderstood. And that's really that key right there. You have good communication when you feel consistently heard, understood, accepted, and appreciated regardless of whether or not you and your partner agree. So if you think about your communication, if you have good communication, that is one sign that your marriage is healthy and thriving. Second sign that you want to keep an eye out for in your marriage is whether or not you have a strong friendship. Friendship really is the foundation of lasting connection and lasting love. I know it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. Friendship is the foundation of any strong relationship. And if you still have a strong friendship with your partner, that is a really good sign that you're in a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship. Let's take a second to talk about what friendship means. If you have a strong friendship with your partner, you can have fun together. That's a key. You can have fun together. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You still have fun. You look forward to spending time alone with your partner. You have lots of things to talk about. 
there are things that you like to do together, you're having fun. But not only are you having fun, you also are feeling emotionally connected. And this is this intimacy piece that I also hear from so many of the couples that I work with. Emotional intimacy is incredibly important for a healthy relationship. It is what makes us feel connected. It is what makes marriage worth it at the end of the day. And you cannot have a deep, strong friendship with your partner unless you also have emotional intimacy, right? So this number two sign that you need to be on the lookout for is about your friendship. And you can ask yourself, do you and your partner have satisfying levels of emotional intimacy and satisfying levels of fun. And I use the word satisfying intentionally because again, let's get real between the kids, the chores, your job, you don't have as much time to spend together as you'd like. I get that. I don't have nearly as much time to spend with my husband as I would like. I understand. And that's why I use the word satisfying, right? Because this is really an area where you have to ask yourself, am I getting enough? Am I getting enough of this friendship? Am I getting enough of this fun, enough of this intimacy? So this is really more about degrees than yes or no, or black or white, right? It's not, do you have a friendship? It's, are you getting enough from your friendship? So if you feel like you are getting enough from your friendship, if you have satisfying levels of intimacy with your partner, then that is an incredibly good sign that you are in a healthy marriage and that you're still on the right track. So number three, the third sign that you need to look out for in your relationship is your partnership. If you're in a healthy marriage and you have a healthy relationship, you will feel confident that you and your partner can work together as a team. This means that you and your partner share the mental, physical, and emotional load of managing your family and managing your marriage. This means that you support each other's goals and you have this deep sense of we in your relationship, right? So it's, it's no longer like you're, you're two individuals kind of living lives parallel. You're together and you face problems together. If you feel like you have a strong sense of teamwork and partnership in your marriage, that is an incredibly healthy sign that your marriage is still in a good place, regardless of whatever else is going on around you. For most couples that I work with, this can be a real tension and stress point, this idea of teamwork. I mean, after all, it is really hard to share the load. And I like to use the word share. Because having a healthy teamwork and a healthy partnership does not mean that you always split things 50-50. It doesn't mean that you split things financially 50-50, that you split the chores 50-50, that you split the childcare 50-50. But what it does mean is that you share the load and that you support each other. So there will be times when one of you is carrying more weight Maybe it's around work and finances or around taking care of the kids. You know, that's pretty normal in a relationship is to have periods of time where the weight feels uneven, but what matters most 
is whether or not you really do feel this genuine sense of teamwork and problem solving, right? That regardless of what's going on, you and your partner are in it together. So this is this third sign that you can keep an eye out for whether or not you feel a strong sense of teamwork and partnership in your relationship. If you have got this, if you guys have stopped fighting about chores, if you are supporting each other in your goals at work and at home, that's a really good sign that you have a healthy marriage. Sign number four, this one can be a little tough because this is kind of abstract, but the last sign that I want you to be on the lookout for to tell whether or not you have a healthy marriage is around your sense of trust and commitment to your partner and to the relationship. There are so many couples that I know that have great communication and a strong friendship. And most of the time they work as a team, but because of some things that have happened in their marriage, in their relationship, maybe even from years ago, they do not have a strong sense of trust or commitment to their partner. And let's break that down. What does that actually mean? I mean, trust and commitment, those are words that get thrown around all the time, but let's put a definition to them. So trust. Trust is the sense that your partner has your best interests at heart. Even when they make mistakes, even when they do the wrong things, right? That they always have your best interests at heart. That is trust. At the end of the day, that is really the essence of what trust is. It's knowing that no matter what your partner does, no matter what they're facing, no matter what choices they have to make, that they're always going to keep you at the top of their mind when they make those choices. That's trust. And then there's commitment. Commitment is this deep belief that marriage is important and that you are going to stick it out with your partner for better and for worse. And when I say those words, better or for worse, I realize that commitment is actually really controversial. It's kind of a controversial thing right now. I mean, after all, just because you're married, that does not mean that you deserve to be unhappy, that you deserve to be unsafe or unfulfilled. And that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is this belief, this value around doing your best to see it through, right? To see this marriage through. And commitment is one of the healthiest signs of any relationship. After all, if you have commitment, you can build all of those other things. If you are committed to trying to make your marriage work, to seeing things through with your partner, that is an incredibly healthy sign for your relationship. Of course, commitment needs to be paired with trust. If you have a strong sense of trust and commitment in your marriage, that is a really good sign that you guys are still healthy. Again, no matter how often you fight about the chores, if you have trust and commitment, that is a really good, a really positive sign that you can make things work. Trust and commitment is really about mindset, right? That's another thing we talk about a lot on the pod, your marriage mindset. This is where your mindset matters. What you think about your marriage, how you think about your partner makes a difference. If you have a strong marriage mindset, 
there's a pretty good chance that no matter what else is happening in your relationship, you're going to be able to see it through. So that's that last line that I really want you to think about when you're thinking about your marriage and you're asking yourself, do I have a healthy marriage? Right. Is, is this what marriage is supposed to look like? You can look at these four signs and make a judgment call. Now, something I want to put out there, if you are thinking about your marriage, your relationship, and you are realizing that maybe you have two healthy signs in your marriage, uh, instead of four or three, instead of four, that's okay. You're not alone. The neat thing about thinking about your marriage in terms of these four signs or these four cornerstones is that once you diagnose what is wrong, what is not working, you can rebuild it. You can strengthen it and you can make it better. So before we move on, let's just review really quickly the four cornerstones of a healthy marriage. If you want to thrive in your relationship, if you want to feel connected to your partner, if you want to feel fulfilled in your marriage, there are four cornerstones that you need to have that lasting love, to have that lasting relationship. And they are communication, trust and commitment, friendship and intimacy, and teamwork. Those are the four cornerstones. As you can tell, right? They line up really well to those four signs that I want you to be on the lookout for. They correlate. These are the four cornerstones of any healthy relationship. If you want to have a strong marriage, you need to have this strong foundation in place. Like I mentioned earlier though, if you don't have that strong foundation in place, you're not alone. Modern life, it's not conducive for a healthy, connected marriage. I mean, here's what I mean. All of us, we're running around like, you know, chickens in the sky is falling. There's so much to do, so much to juggle, so much to get distracted by that it is easy to lose track of your relationship. It is easy to lose track of these cornerstones. And it is so easy to look up five years into your marriage, 10 years into your marriage, 20 years into your marriage and realize that a little bit of your foundation has crumbled. If you are noticing that again, you are not alone. And the good news is that you can make it better. Once you diagnose the problem, you can work on fixing it. And that's the tip I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how you can diagnose the problems in your marriage so that you can start to work towards fixing them. So if you listen to the pod or you follow me on social media, you probably know by now I am a practicing couples therapist and I'm a relationship counselor. I have spent over a decade, uh, maybe almost, almost 15 years at this point, working with couples, helping couples rebuild their marriages, reconnect in their relationship and find balance again when things feel unequal or unfair. All day, day in and day out, I work with couples just like you, helping them rebuild, reconnect, and rebalance. And one of the first things we do is we take a deep overview, an intense overview of their relationship. We essentially, we do, you know, in the therapy world, we call it an assessment in the coaching world, you know, let's just call it a review. We review their relationship. So the very first thing we do is we start talking about these cornerstones. 
And we look to see what parts of their foundation might be a little crumbly, might need a little strengthening. Because even in a good marriage, even in a strong marriage, there is always room for growth, right? There's always room to level up. Your marriage doesn't have to be perfect, but your foundations do need to be strong if you're going to feel connected and fulfilled in your relationship. So the first thing that I do with the couples that I work with is we start to examine these foundations, right? We look at their communication and we give it a grade. You know, I like to just uh, grade things on like, you know, an ABCD sort of basis. So the first thing we do is we look at these cornerstones and I ask them to give me a grade, right? Communication. Where are you at? Are you a B plus? Are you a C minus? Uh, It's not unusual for couples to come in and kind of laugh and admit that they're an F in this area. (laughs) So we give all of these cornerstones a grade. We look at communication. We look at teamwork. We look at friendship and intimacy, and we look at that marriage mindset piece, that trust and commitment. And we give each of those areas a grade so that we know what we need to work on to make it better. And that is my top tip, regardless of where you're at in your marriage, there is room for growth or there is room to get stronger. If you are interested in leveling up your relationship, if you are interested in making things better, the first thing you need to do is look at these four areas and simply give them a grade, right? You give that area a grade. And if you can get your partner to participate, have them give that cornerstone a grade as well. And once you have given yourself a grade, ask yourself, what would it take to move half a letter up? So communication, Let's say you think about your communication and you're sitting at a solid B. You get a B in communication for your relationship. Once you've given yourself that grade, ask yourself, well, what would it take to move up to a B plus? Let's say you're thinking about your marriage mindset and you're giving yourself an A minus. Well, what would it take to move up to an A? What would need to change to improve in some small way these four cornerstones and these areas. That is the first thing that I do with any couple that I work with. And that is something that you can do at home. If you're thinking about the signs of a healthy relationship, if you're thinking about your cornerstones, you can give yourself an assessment, right? It's simple. It's quick. It's easy. And it helps because it gives you a target area to focus on. I mean, after all, I don't know about you, but when I think about improving something as big and as meaningful and as complicated as my marriage, it is super easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, after all, where do you even start, right? Do you go on more dates? Do you have more sex? Do you create a chore chart? I mean, what do you do? There are so many different things that you can pick and choose to work on that will help you feel better. However, If you're a strategic thinker, and I know so many of you listening to the pod are, it is helpful to have a strategy of improvement. And it's also helpful to look at it in terms of small pieces that you can do step-by-step, small intentional changes that you can do every day to help level up, to help take you from that 
B minus to that B plus and eventually to that A. And this is why grading in this way can be so helpful because it's not overwhelming, right? You're not looking at every detail of your relationship. You are looking at these four core areas and you are identifying in a really practical, actionable way, one or two things that you can do to make your marriage better. One thing that I recommend to every couple that I work with is that they give themselves a grade once a quarter to see how they're doing, right? This is an ongoing process. If you are committed to growth, if you are committed to connection as a lifestyle, you want to be checking in with yourself and with your partner. So at least once a quarter, do this activity, right? Look at your four cornerstones and really be honest about how you're doing. Because once you're honest, then you can really start to target areas that you can improve, that you can level up, that you can make better. So that really is the advice that I give to all the couples I work with, whether you're in the therapy room or you're, you know, we're working together with some coaching around your relationship. The first thing we do, let's make that assessment. Let's figure out where you're at and let's pick one or two actionable things that you can do today. So you don't get overwhelmed after all relationships are like people. Relationships are constantly changing. Think about yourself. You are constantly changing and it makes sense that your relationship is constantly changing. And if you want to have a successful, connected, intimate, meaningful marriage, you have to pay attention to that change. You need to take opportunities to celebrate And you also have to be honest with yourself. If there is something that needs to get better, right? If there's something that you need to adjust. So if you are at an A in all four of these areas, go out, celebrate, but don't stop paying attention, right? Even if you are a straight A student and all of your cornerstones, if you're, even if you're acing all of them, that is not an excuse to tune out. So once a quarter, check in, check in with your partner, ask yourself these questions. And I really like doing it at least once a quarter, if not once a month, because it is so much easier to level up a C plus than a D minus. So if you know that you're slipping, it is so much easier, so much healthier to catch that right away and to recommit to making that better. So that is the marriage advice that I give to all the couples that I work with, to all of my friends, to anyone listening to this podcast. If you want to level up your relationship, if you want to keep growing, if you want to keep that spark alive, you need to pay attention to these cornerstones and you have to maintain your foundation. Now, even when we break it down into those four pieces, I get that sometimes it can still feel really overwhelming right? Maybe you're one of the couples who is listening to this podcast and realizing that, Ooh, a lot of my cornerstones are shaky. A lot of these foundational pieces need work, or maybe even good news. You're thinking about your cornerstones and they're all doing pretty good, but you'd like to make them all better. If this is you and you're listening to this and you're still feeling overwhelmed and you still don't know where to start, I just want you to pick a single area to improve, right? One single area. It doesn't matter what it is. Communication, friendship, teamwork, 
pick one area today and set an intention for the next 30 days to work on that area. So let's say you pick communication. If that's your area, I want you to set an intention for the next 30 days to take small micro actionable steps to level up your communication, right? To talk more, to learn how to express your feelings, small things that you can do one at a time that over time are going to make a huge difference for your relationship, for your marriage, and ultimately for your happiness. So again, that is my top tip. Don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to build everything at once. Pick one small thing that you can do today to make things better. I mean, after all, change takes time and lasting change. The type of change that you're going to stick with has to be intentional. So set that intention, pick one thing you can do today to make your relationship better. And once you've picked that thing, share it with me on Instagram. I'd really like to connect. If you are ready to build a better marriage and start leveling up your relationship, I can help. Follow me on social media for tips, tricks, and just real marriage advice that you can start using today to stop growing apart and start reconnecting. Reach out. I want to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Married Well, the podcast. Have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover? I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram at married.well. Show notes and resources can be found at marriedwell.co. Special thanks to Emily Harding for producing this episode. Ready to level up your relationship? Start with my free quiz at marriedwell.co slash quiz and get a tailored to you strategy to overcome your biggest relationship roadblocks. Remember, relationships don't have to be this hard. You can be married well. See you next time.